G'day and welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. I'm your host, Jake Mondre, and today I'm talking about supplements. This is the first in my solo series talking about a topic that you have sent through. So if you'd like to ask me a question, which I'll talk about on one of these solo episodes, please send me a message over on Instagram at Jacob underscore Andre. That's J-A-C-O-B underscore Andre, A-N-D-R-E. AE or send me an email info at jacobandre.com. Before I get into it, I want to talk to you about and in, introduce you to a new free course which I've created called Running Mechanics 101. And I'm so super excited about it. So, this is something that I get asked about a lot, probably more than anything, and that is running technique. And so, what I did was created this new course. It's a nine module course talking all about stride length and frequency, posture and alignment, biomechanics of running, and teaching you how to run more efficiently and effectively so that you can run faster and run further without pain and reduce your risk for injury. So, if you'd like to get your hands on this new free course, head on over to my website, www.jacobandre.com, J A C O B. A-N-D-R-E-A-E.com to get instant access to that nine module course. Okay, supplements. So I am probably going to turn some people off with what I'm about to say on this. Uh, I imagine that there's a whole bunch of people that are about to unsubscribe from this podcast or unfollow me on socials, but I'm going to be true and authentic to myself. The first thing that I'm going to say is I don't think you need supplements. However, there is a caveat to that, and that is that if you have been uh, diagnosed by a dietitian, a qualified dietitian, as being deficient in a nutrient, then in that case, you may need to take a supplement. And so if that is the case, if a dietitian has said to you that you need to take a supplement to supplement your diet in order to get the nutrients that you need to be healthy and to be able to maximize your performance in whatever sport or activity that you're doing, then in that case, you definitely need to be taking a supplement. However, I truly don't believe that the majority of people don't take supplements. Now, before you race off to hit that unsubscribe button or that unfollow button, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this and explain why I have that belief. There are some people I know, lots of people that are taking supplements in terms of just simply exercising so if that is you then that it's all well and good you can do what you like but this is what I do this is what I believe and in a future episode I'll bring on someone who uses supplements to talk about what they do and I'll bring on a dietitian to talk about who needs to be supplementing and why but this is the way that I see this I'm going to go right back to the beginning and talk about my story So when I was about 18, I was going into the Northern Territory Institute of Sport and I was doing athletics at the time at the athletics track and I was talking to an exercise physiologist and I said to him, what do you think about creatine? And I was also asking the question, what can I take? What supplements can I take so that I can improve my performance? I wanted to get bigger, I wanted to get stronger and I wanted to be able to improve my performance. And at the time, I was really interested in creatine. I think creatine is a supplement that a lot of people can take. And probably should take in many cases. However, I am not a dietitian and I'm not going to sit here and say, you need to take this or you should take that, especially when I don't use it myself. So I went into this exercise physiologist and I acknowledged that he wasn't a dietitian, but I said to him, what do you think about me taking uh, creatine? 
And is there anything that I can take? And he said, here you go, Jacob. This is what you can take if you're interested in taking something to improve your performance. And he said, go, go to the local shops, get yourself some skim milk powder, get a banana, get some honey, put it in a blender with some water, mix it up and drink that. Yes, essentially, he was telling me to go and drink a banana smoothie because he was from, he was saying from that that I was going to get the protein from the skim milk powder, I was going to get the carbohydrates from the banana and the uh, simple carbohydrates from the, from the honey. And so I thought, what's he going on about? Why is he saying this? And so I went, actually when I went and tried it, I went and got that skim milk powder, I made myself smoothies and I was drinking a smoothie after the session every single session. So I know a lot of people who are taking supplements, it's a multi-billion dollar or whatever industry. It's massive. It's a huge industry. And I'm not about to go and pump more into that. Certainly not through any multi-level marketing type scheme. So I'm not going to go through and name them, but I get asked to sell these things all the time. And you would never see me selling this stuff when it comes to dietary supplements as a part of a multi-level marketing scheme. So you can keep me accountable on that. I will never do it. I truly don't believe in it. I've had people come to me and get me from both angles. You can make a bit of extra side money. You can grow a whole business around it. Or are your athletes getting what they need and, you know, coming from the dietary, the performance side of things, the health side of things? I am not interested whatsoever in selling any multi-level marketing scheme supplement. And I'm not going to sit here and talk about some kind of supplement that I'm not taking myself and that I don't know through you whether you need it or not. So I never ended up actually trying creatine. I never tried any other supplement and I've never really tried anything. And in fact, when I later worked at the Institute of Sport, we had to go through the ASADA level one and two um, anti-doping course. And there was just so much stuff out there around what could be an illegal drug in terms of antidote, in terms of doping, that it's just simply not worth it when it comes to athletic performance. However, if you are just someone that wants some kind of supplement to improve your performance because you're just going to the gym, then in those cases, yeah, maybe you can do so. But I'll bring someone on to talk about that. I personally don't take any supplements and I don't think you really even need supplements. I think what most people need is to actually optimize their diet first get their diet right. And if you are doing that, then if you are deficient in something because a dietitian has told you you are deficient in something from taking tests or you just want a little pick-me-up, then in that case, you can go and do so. But when it comes to supplementation, the word listen to the wording. It is about supplementing something which you are missing, which is you currently are not getting through your current diet. So if you can get your diet right and get all of your, your nutrients from real whole foods, then that is the first step to getting right first. Once you get that right, then you can then go and supplement. And what I'm talking about there is whether you are fasting or not, you can be doing intermittent fasting, which might be the 16 and 8 method, or it might be the 14, 10 method, whatever it might be. In terms of intermittent fasting, it could be a three-day fast, it could be 24-hour fast, whatever fasting you're doing. I'm not getting into that. That's another topic. But there are benefits to fasting is what I will say. Then from there, when you are eating, I would recommend eating real whole foods. So eating a diet high in protein. If you do eat animal meat, then eating that. Otherwise, your beans and lentils and stuff to get your protein. You've got your vegetables for your carbohydrate. Yes, vegetables are um, full of carbohydrates. They do have little bits of protein in them as well. Uh, You can be eating breads and pastas if you would like for carbohydrate. They're generally what I would consider empty calories because they are not full of 
lots of nutrients. They're more the macro, the micronutrients. I mean, they're full of more macronutrients, which is your carbohydrate. So you've got your three macronutrients being carbohydrate, protein, and fat, and then you've got your fats. And so your fats, your healthy fats, are your stuff like avocado, coconut oil, olive oil, avocado oil. And without getting into the whole saturated fat type thing, I did mention coconut oil. I'm going to talk about that on a future episode, a future solo episode, but um, there is some stuff out there to show that saturated fat is not so bad, particularly if it's balanced with unsaturated fat. But unsaturated fat is the healthy fat, which is the type of fat that you want to be eating. So when it comes to eating, whether you are fasting or not, let's forget about breakfast. Um, If you are fasting, because personally I do fast, and I do intermittent fasting, and it depends on the day. Sometimes it's 14, 10, other times it's 16, 8. So then from there, what I'll have my first meal, if it's a 14, 10, so I've only fasted for 14 hours, I'll eat at morning tea time. I might have some a carrot and a piece of fruit, usually an apple, and maybe some nuts. Uh, and usually those nuts do often have some um, raisins in them, like sultanas or um, or currants of some or, or currants. Uh, cranberries is, is one that I actually really like as well. Then for lunch is usually food left over from the night before. I have just started eating bread again. I'm going to do a future solo episode about why I have started eating bread again. Uh, but I will generally have maybe a um, toasted chicken and salad roll or something like that for if I'm eating something that I'm going to go and buy at lunchtime. Or I'll have leftovers from the night before. And more often than not, like five out of seven days, it'll be leftovers from the night before. And that is generally some kind of meat and veg. Afternoon tea might be some cheese and crackers, rice crackers. I really like uh, the seaweed rice crackers with some cheese. Uh, could even be some dip. Uh, it might be another piece of fruit. Uh, it depends on what I've got. Ideally, though, it's something that's um, pretty easy to grab. And sometimes it's even just a little packet of chips um, if I want something just a bit unhealthy uh, just because I'm having that craving for it. I want that. Uh, and then dinner time, as I said, with the leftovers from for lunch is generally meat and vegetables. So it might be some kind of like um, some chicken and rice. Uh, If I can, I try and get veggies in at every opportunity. Um, So it depends on what I'm eating. Maybe capsicum might work. Uh, Could be roasted chicken and veggies or salad. So steamed veggies, typically that might be something like um, steamed cauliflower, carrots. Uh, What else do I normally (laughs) have? Um, th- those are probably my two main ones. Capsi- uh, zucchini often uh, will be in there. And even when if I'm having spaghetti or mince, whether I'm having the spaghetti or not, just eating the mince, then I'll always generally have capsicum, carrot, um, zucchini and so- something like that in there. The salads are often like lettuce, uh, spinach, cucumber, uh, avocado if I can, drizzle with some olive oil. Typically I like to cook with avocado oil versus over olive oil. And I use, like to use olive oil for more cold food, so the salads. Uh, or otherwise coconut oil if I'm cooking sometimes, depending if I'm cooking some kind of Indian chicken type dish, um, like a Rogan Josh or a um, chicken cashew uh, type uh, uh, sauce, then I might be using some coconut oil to cook it in. And I often also even include some coconut cream in that just to thicken it up and make it more tasty and more um, filling so and then often i've got a real craving for ice cream usually at dinner at dessert time it depends on how healthy i'm trying to be sometimes i might just have a small piece of uh, chocolate otherwise there's nothing so just full disclaimer there that i am eating dessert sometimes but if you can eat right and get your nutrition optimized then the chances of you needing to supplement 
are dramatically reduced. The other thing with that is the most simple way to think about it is like a framework. I love to have frameworks and systems. And so my framework for eating is typically aiming for a plate that is three quarters vegetables, one quarter high quality protein. So what I mean by that is ideally it's organic and it's grass fed or, um, or free range and then supported by healthy fats. And so those healthy fats might be drizzling some olive oil over the top. Uh, or it might be um, frying the vegetables up in some in some avocado oil, or it might be uh, having some avocado with the salad if I'm eating the salad. So three quarters vegetables and as much color as possible, a quarter high quality protein, and then supported by healthy fats. The other thing that it's really important to touch on when it comes to um, to nutrition is something seemingly unrelated but that is sleep. So when people are saying they want to supplement, it often means that they want to pick me up, they want more energy. And the number one performance enhancer when it comes to anything athletic and anything general health in life is sleep. And so you need to get not only the right amount of sleep, but the right sleep at the right time of day for you. So I might do a solo episode on this talking about Dr. Michael Bruce for sleep animals, but there's generally people can be classified into four different types of sleep. I won't go into that in this episode because I'll talk about that in a future episode, but you need to make sure you are getting the right amount of sleep at the right times of day. So following your circadian rhythm. And if you do that, the chances of you, and then training at times that are going to actually suit you and your circadian rhythm. So training at times that suit you, if you are doing that, if you are getting a good amount of sleep, and you are optimizing your diet by eating predominantly vegetables with high quality protein and supported by healthy fats, then the chance of you needing to supplement is going to be dramatically reduced. Now, some foods do some vitamins hinder the absorption of other vitamins and some support the absorption of those vitamins. And you can get all technical with that. But generally, if you are eating healthy and you're getting enough sleep, that is going to be the basic stuff for your training in order to maximize your performance or just generally being happy and healthy in life. And the last one that I'll just touch on is water. Now, when you are hydrated, your cells actually swell up and become big and plump. When you're dehydrated, those cells actually shrink and they shrivel. So when your cells are big and plump because they're hydrated, your mitochondria, which is a part of the cell which produces ATP, ATP standing for adenosine triphosphate, is your energy production component of the cell, this mitochondria, because you're creating the ATP there. When your cells are big and plump and swollen because they're hydrated, then you are allowing the mitochondria to function optimally. You're creating optimal amounts of ATP. You're giving yourself energy. So by extension, you could say that water gives you energy. And so being hydrated chronically all day long every day means that you're going to have more energy and you're going to be able to perform better when you go and do a gym session or a hard training session or whatever it might be that you're thinking about supplementing in. So those three things. One, optimize your sleep two optimize your diet and three optimize your hydration you get them three things right and then you feel like you need to go and do something extra speak to a physio uh, sorry speak to a dietitian and get yourself a a test to define whether you are deficient in something and then if you're deficient in that then go and speak make a plan with the dietitian to not be deficient in that to get that nutrient back up in whatever means that might be because it might not be simply having more of that vitamin it might mean you need to look at some other stuff that you're taking because you are 
hindering the absorption of that vitamin. And so it might be actually reducing something else or, uh, or eliminating something else. So then if you want to do training, if you're optimizing those three things, your sleep, your food, and your hydration, and you are wanting some kind of pick-me-up for a gym session and you want to supplement with some kind of supplementation process, then you can potentially go and do that. But it's not something that I personally do and it's not something that I recommend. But I'll bring someone on in a future episode to talk about that for you. All right, I hope you've enjoyed this first solo episode of the Mind Your Body Show and I'll be back every second week with one of these. Uh, As I said at the very start, I have got a new free course available running mechanics 101 which i'm really excited about it's everything that i would want everyone and anyone to know when it comes to running and it's what i get everyone to understand when they first ask me about them running faster and for longer so if you want to be more efficient and effective in your running for whatever distance whether it's a 100 meter sprint or a or a, a marathon then this course is for you. Head on over to www.jacobandre.com. That's J-A-C-O-B-A-N-D-R-E-A-E.com to get access, immediate free access to that course. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you next week on the next episode.